Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. How is it October? Seriously. Oh my gosh. We are in the final quarter of 2023. How freaking exciting is that? Amazing. Um, I've been loving recording these episodes for you, if you can't half tell. I mean, you can hear it in my voice, right? Uh, But I'm really looking forward to chatting through today some practical ways in which using your strengths can create you more clients because I really want to inspire you to get on board with this movement, to start to explore within yourself, to start to be curious, to start to think about ways that you can integrate that self-development, more of that like therapy identity piece with your business strategy and make it uniquely you and just get the most robust, deep, intrinsic understanding of yourself possible. Um, Yeah. We're going to go really, really deep here. Um, Now, this episode, I should say, is I guess it's probably more positioned for people with personal brands. Um, However, people buy from people. You know, it's 2023. You need a personal brand. Whether you work at a big corporate and you are a leader or you have a business that is a franchise model and you run it, but you're not necessarily like you, your logo is more like the, the face. Um, I would still be encouraging you to be building your personal brand, right? Because I don't necessarily remember the name of the local mechanical business, but I'll remember the guy that was so knowledgeable that made me feel so seen, so special, went above and beyond. And I'm going to go and see Greg again at said mechanic place. Um, Interesting fact I did hear recently, and I just checked it before I jumped on this episode because I knew I wanted to mention it, is that, so Richard Branson doesn't technically really like sell anything, right? Like you can't buy from Richard Branson. Like you can't buy from his, you know, website and be coached by him. Um, So he doesn't technically sell anything and he has nearly 5 million followers on Instagram. Virgin Australia, his company has less than 400K. Like if that doesn't prove the power of personal branding, I don't know what does. Just get on it, right? Um, So let's chat it through. Three ways that you can start to use your strengths to create more clients in your business today. The first way is around personalizing 
your client engagement, so kind of the way that you create clients slash your, I guess, sales process. So let's think about this. Like, let's say that you are an online coach and you have been using a uh, launch event model as a way of converting clients into your one-on-one or into a group program. So that's a really well-established, well-known strategy in our industry. You invite people into a free masterclass or a free webinar, you give tons of value and then you pitch your program at the end of it. However, that is going to be suited to certain people, right? I am a Leo sun. I have loads of connection in my natal chart. I am a born connector of people. Uh, I'm a family therapist, so I'm very used to facilitating groups. I love group energy. That is one of my, I would say, one of my, probably more one of my zones of excellence. However, my genius zone is really in bringing people together and creating connections. So something like that in terms of like a group coaching circle would be a great fit in terms of my strengths as a way for me to create clients. However, let's say that you are more inclined to work with people one-on-one. If you prefer to get much deeper with people, then we'd be looking at a strategy which is more around perhaps like a value call where you're having a 15 or a 20-minute call with somebody, giving them the value one-on-one and we'd be capping the amount of people and then pitching, working with you, say, in your one-on-one likely would be your model if um, if, if that is your, your strengths and your preferences. Um, and that would be, you know, something that would be more strengths aligned as a way that you could use your strengths to create more clients. If you are aligned for deeper connections, that's something that is certainly present in terms of, you know, how I understand myself and my identity. I think I've mentioned that in a previous episode, you know, one of my really unique strengths is this ability to make people feel really safe and really seen and really heard and to ask really deep provoking insight, um, insightful questions. And so my approach in terms of building my business in creating clients is always going to be more relationship based, right? Like I'm interested in building relationships with people. So word of mouth approaches, organic marketing approaches, hence why I have a program word of mouth business where I teach this. Uh, are going to really light me up because it allows me to connect with people in that deeper way. Whereas if you love structure, if you're somebody who is very tech oriented, then perhaps a, you know, a funnel or paid ads would be better for you, would be a better strategy for you because then you're able to manage all of the data. You can really, really deep into that, into tweaking it, you know, particularly if you have some of those more analytical type skill sets, that would be incredibly strengths aligned. So you're probably starting to see a bit of a theme here, right? Like in terms of, you know, your client engagement, your sales process, the way that you create your clients. Yes, 
helpful to be aligned with broader market trends and what actually works in the broader business world. But particularly in online business, most things work. I could probably find you data for how all of these different strategies have worked. It's just energetically, we need to be aligned, right? We need to have the right person executing the strategy. And so you could also apply this in terms of that client engagement process of how you re-engage clients. You know, for those of you that uh, have more of a preference of a confidence on video, you sending personalized videos is a really lovely way to invite clients to continue to work with you. That's always been my preference because I love that idea of like dropping into their home, of having that conversation, of being in conversation with them. It's very likely that in the near future, I'll transition the podcast onto YouTube. Um, Of course, still staying on all of the podcast platforms, but because I love the idea of having that video of that next tier of intimacy. I want my programs, my offerings to be as intimate as possible with my clients. I want them to feel like they're really connected to me. And that's why I don't have any, you know, evergreen products that you can purchase from me that are not delivered live. Oh, I do. I lie. I have the anxiety antidote, but it's filled with lots of video of me and lots of like practical self-exploration exercises. However, that's not my preference. And to be quite honest, I designed that program prior to um, starting to explore all of this within myself. It still feels really aligned because it kind of serves a different demographic. Um, But you, you get what I mean, right? And then... I guess if video is not your thing, then maybe if that longer form content is um, written content is your strength, then we'd be looking at email reach out. Maybe you are you like to be really formal or you love grand gestures. Then we'd be looking at how you can be really creative in that re-invitation to work with you. How can you stand out? How can you be bold? You know, we'd be exploring the, that kind of questioning in how we develop a process around the, the re-engagement for you. So that is the 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 first the first <laughs> that is the first way in which you can really maximize your strengths to create more clients in your business by personalizing that client engagement that sales process. The second way is around your marketing and your visibility strategy. So ask yourself now is there any part of what you are doing currently that's feeling a bit forced? Or maybe it's taking a really long time, right? Like you sit down and you know you've got to do your Instagram reels, but you've got four hours of time blocked out, right? Like it's not feeling easeful for you. Whereas if you were in your zone of genius and your authentic expression, because not everybody's zone of genius is social media either or visibility or marketing, let's remember. But if you were in your authentic expression, regardless of you know, whether your zone of genius is marketing or not, your marketing will naturally become more easeful. It will become a lot more efficient, right? Because it's your strength. Yeah. Our strengths, we are naturally more efficient at. We do them in less time. So maybe you're a longer form writer. You know, we'd be looking at blogs or email as a core strategy for you to obviously complement social media presence. I mean, personally, 
I don't think you need to have social media. However, it's obviously going to exponentially increase the exposure of your business. You know, where in 2023, people tend to look for you on either Facebook, Instagram, you know, TikTok. They're going to search for you, right? Um, and it's a really great way to profile yourself, to profile you, yourself in your strengths, to really shine the spotlight on those things that make you uniquely you. Sometimes that can be a little bit harder through things like, you know, websites and um, through, you know, blog, through blog posts, unless it is your real zone of genius, right? Then we would be directing everybody to that as much as possible and really letting that shine. Whereas maybe you're a bold conversationalist, say you love intimacy, then, you know, Instagram stories going to be really important part of your strategy, bringing people behind the scenes of your life, of your business. Maybe you love teaching. You're a natural facilitator. You love educating people. We'd create a mini course on, you know, one of those platforms. So they called Udemy, Coursera, those kind of things. And, you know, make it free, make it likely more of like a low ticket kind of offer to give people a bit of a taster of working with you. But what I'm getting at here is what exploring your strengths does in terms of creating more clients is allows you to narrow it down. Yeah. You don't need the blog, the TikTok, the course, the freebie, the Instagram stories every day, the reels twice a week, the carousel posts, the podcast, the YouTube channel, the LinkedIn, like, oh my gosh, how exhausting. How many hours have you got in a week? Right. I know I don't have that much time to be spending on content creation. However, when you are in your full expression of your strengths, full expression of your fullness, it's going to pour out of you, right? You know, only a couple of weeks ago, I sat down and I recorded just podcast episode after podcast episode after podcast episode, just poured out of me. No notes, nothing. Just because I was so passionate about the topics that I was speaking to. And I think, you know, that's what's possible for you too when we start to actually explore what it is that really lights you up, what's your zone of genius and we manage those shadow parts that I kind of keep just like just just dribbling into some of these episodes that are a bit more strengths focused, but the shadow parts are important too. We're going to get to that. I've got a future podcast episode for you about the importance of, you know, managing those schemas and knowing those within yourself and, you know, bringing them along for the ride as well. We can't just like toxic positivity us all and just go, okay, well, I'm just going to focus on my strengths and I won't forget about any of the other stuff um, because they're sneaky. They pop in and they make you think things that aren't true and they shift perspective and it's really important to be managing those as well. So marketing and visibility, really, really great way for you to step into your zone of genius, for you to fully own that strengths profile and what makes you uniquely you. So much more easeful, right? And the third way is to embrace storytelling as your superpower. Now, this might sound like a bit of a weird one, particularly if you're in a bit more of like a professional services based, um, uh, professional services based service business. But if you think about the way that human beings naturally connect, it is via stories. 
And particularly in this era of AI, you know, ChatGPT can't come up with a unique story about your life in relation to said topic. This is a way that you can naturally stand out, that you can naturally shine light on your strengths with very little effort. Yes, it's a skill and it's a muscle and you have to create it into a habit and make it a bit of a behavior. Um, But that's all stuff that you can learn, right? But this is really the core of what is going to make you stand out. And why I've included it in here is because without that identity exploration piece, without you actually doing the self-exploration, integrating it into your strategy, you're probably not really thinking about how you can utilize this storytelling piece. You know, it really helps clients be able to connect with your why as well. Well, first of all, it helps you connect to your why really, really clearly and be able to speak to it in a passionate, engaging way. But it also draws clients into the why. Yeah, because you're constantly coming back to that. You're almost becoming like beautifully repetitive. And I say beautifully repetitive because being repetitive creates so much safety and security for your clients. So it's a really, really good thing. But you want to be coming back to that why almost like creating this fire about your, well, expressing the fire within yourself, but creating a fire within others too, to join you in your why, to show them that you really see them in your mission, that they belong there, that they belong in working with you. God, that sounds so nice. (laughs) And I think the storytelling piece is so critical because it really allows you to speak into the identity of you and how it applies to your business, right? For you to be able to speak to things like I was in the last episode of, you know, uh, having a bit more of an anxious temperament and how I utilize that within my business. Be able to speak to stories in my previous life, in my previous training where I've facilitated large groups and how now that's been something that I'm really drawn to how my family of origin experience and my lack of connectedness in my own family has now drawn me to create deeper connections with my clients, to really want to go deep, to avoid the surface level, to have really real, honest, frank conversations with people. Yeah. Where has my wealthy woman passion come from? From growing up with a a martyr model of a mother, a mother who never pursued her own passions, dreams, desires. And, you know, being in that environment as the only daughter, taking that on, taking that on as my story to feel guilty for that and then rewriting that script, right? Like these things naturally, the stories are the things that help people feel really, really connected to you. So it's so important that you excavate that within yourself within your identity and are able to share it. It's going to make you so unique and stand out just in your own in your own power from the crowd. You don't even have to try, right? It's literally you just talking about what it is that you believe to be true. Yeah, so you want to bring that forward in your knowledge. Link it personally and clearly to why you are the best person to deliver this. And On that, I don't want you to think that everything has to come from pain either. Like I feel like that's a real thing in the online space. It's like, oh, you know, I'm the right person to teach you this because 
I was burnt out and I know what it's like when I must admit I have moments sitting there like well it's fine for you to say that multi-million dollar business owner like you're kind of forgetting that all that activity that you did prior to the burnout was the thing that made you the multi-millions of dollars and was the thing that got you the profile that you've got now. So don't be ditching that past version of yourself because she did a freaking good job. So it's just kind of interesting the rhetoric, rhetoric around it, right? Like I'm always, I don't know, there's probably something in like my human design or my chart or actually no, it, it's it's maybe not even that. Like I grew up, my father was in the police force and um, just so naturally not suspicious but very curious so I think like critical thinking has always come really easy to me because it's like from such a young age I've had those kind of conversations um and yeah it's just I I don't know sometimes I feel like I see things that perhaps other people don't see like it's just I sit very comfortably in the gray rather than looking for certainty in the black and the white um and so just always be like yeah be be cautious of that that kind of messaging too, right? Because it doesn't have to come from your pain. You might have had a incredible experience of something in your life and that's what makes you really worthy to support people with it, right? It might be other parts of your your story. It might be things that come more naturally to you. It might be personality things that you're leaning into. All of that is so, so worthy, so, so right in terms of your storytelling approach as well. So really embracing storytelling as being your superpower, as being a key way that you can create more clients utilizing your strengths. And so... This is ultimately really just to kind of wrap it up like it's about fulfillment right like when you are in your your zone of strengths like I've given you a few examples here of how it would look but that's kind of the the interesting thing to observe a bit more meta in this moment right because I've kind of titled this podcast in a way that you know, those um, one size fits all, cookie cutter guaranteed success, um, gurus, coaches, mentors would um, in terms of it being, you know, the clickbaity three ways to use your strengths to create more clients. Um, but I've talked about it very, what probably feels like vaguely. And that's because you know, I'm not sitting across from you. I'm not able to say, okay, let's go through a process to personalize your client creation and based on these strengths that we've discovered, based on these stories, based on what we know to be true about your conditioning, based on what we know about the different foundations within your personality, what we know about your Enneagram, what we know about your natal chart, what we know about your human design, right? Like that's a very rich, deep discussion, which would be super fun to do in terms of like a live coaching episode. I would love to do something like that. Um, Side note, when I actually first wanted to start the podcast, I ran it by a coach of mine at the time. And remember, I've got that open head center, very susceptible to other people's opinions. Um, And I think that also, to be honest, kind of comes from my family of origin dynamic. Um, I would I am what you would refer to as a cop me. Um, so children of parent with a mental illness. My mother um, growing up had very severe mental health issues. Um, and, you know, back in that day, I'm a late 80s baby. They weren't necessarily like treated, right, or recognized. So it was a very confusing time. And I think 
you know, without being able to form that kind of trust within myself, I had a predisposition to kind of become a little bit lost and to look outside of myself for answers, for clarity, for certainty. And so when I was starting the podcast, I had this idea to do kind of live coaching and I want it to be like a live coaching podcast. Um, And yeah, like for whatever reason, just the conversations at the time with with that particular coach, like it just didn't come to fruition. And um, yeah, I, I just wish at the time that maybe like I was asked some different questions, right? Because look, I don't, I love this format, um, but maybe there's a series in me or like a side little podcast series or something. Let me know if that would be of interest to you too. Like if you would love to sit in and hear the behind the scenes of a live coaching experience I'd probably do like a series of them with one client um, just so you can kind of see the transformation and you can follow along the journey um, I don't know if that would be interesting to you though like I'm just so nosy <laughs> curious that I would love that but um, yeah let me know if you're interested I'll, I'll make it happen for sure that would be really really fun for me um, but what was I talking about now I've lost my train of thought <laughs> hence why maybe I need some notes I don't know I think it's going okay um yeah just speaking to I guess you know this approach being much more fulfilling for you that's ultimately what we're trying to achieve within our business in adopting you know more of a strengths-driven approach in the clients who I work with one-on-one where we're using these kind of ideas where we're going through these processes together you know I'm seeing incredible results so much more confidence them owning their uniqueness no longer seeing it as a weakness that just breaks my heart Um, but yeah really really learning to trust yourself which is you know obviously what I didn't do when I was making that podcast decision I started to to look outside of myself Um, so this is all about coming back to you and not becoming reliant on other people's advice and outsourcing your thinking. I want to teach you to access your best thinking. So let's wrap it up there. That feels like a nice place to conclude. Uh, Next week, I think I'm going to talk a bit about... Hmm, maybe kind of this balance of like how your strengths can get a bit out of hand. I think we'll probably go there. Um, So can't wait to be back with you then, by the way. Hope that you have a fab week um, and would love to hear from you. Jump into my DMs. Let's have a chat. Tell me your biggest takeaways from the episode. And as always, if you want me to keep recording them, please like, subscribe and share with your mates. Have the best day. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniquearding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love, and I'll see you next week.